You muted. No, you you froze. Second time around. See, you froze again. Second time around with Smokey and Tammy. Yeah.
Lord God. Lord God, we pray that you take complete control of this service, Lord Jesus. And right now we ask that you touch the mouth of the speaker, Lord God. Fill his mouth with your words, Lord God. Let it penetrate the hearts of your people, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Let your active and your living word, Lord God, penetrate the airways, Lord God. Lord God, people who may be viewing online, Jesus. Lord God, we pray that you invade their homes, Lord God. And work out, Lord God, whatever things need to be worked out, Lord God. Let somebody feel your love on today, Lord God. Let somebody feel your peace on today, Lord God. Let somebody say, what must they do to be changed on today, Lord God. Let somebody be filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, Lord God. Lord God, we just ask that you have your way, Lord God. Have your way in this place as we surrender unto you and ready to receive what you have for us, Lord God. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, let's lift our voices this Sunday morning. Come on, let's put our hands together. Let's rejoice. This is a wonderful day, a beautiful day that the Lord has made. We will, we will rejoice. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank Minister Keisha Adams for offering that prayer and this Sunday morning, it's her birthday, so we wish her also a happy birthday. We're pleased to welcome once again to Word of Grace Worship Center, the guest psalmist for this Sunday morning. She is no stranger to us, and please welcome her by putting your hands together, the guest psalmist, Sister Andrea Gerald. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Come on, let's begin to worship God some more. Hey, hallelujah. He's an awesome God. He's a mighty God. Hallelujah. There's no God like the God that we serve. Hallelujah. The word of God says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is freedom. So whatever you came in with that has you bound because the spirit of the Lord rests here. All of those chains are now broken and you're free to clap your hands. You're free to lift up your voice. You're free to lift your hands. Hallelujah. Because the spirit of the Lord is here. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Jesus. Come on. Let's bless his name. Hallelujah. Yes, God, we bless you. I'm going to clap a little louder than before. I'm going to sing a little louder than before. I'm going to jump higher than before. Hey! I'm going to shout louder than before. Come on and say free.
that again Hey No more shackles No more chains No more bondage I am free Come on help me say that Say No more shackles No more chains No more bondage I am free Sunday morning services of Word of Grace Worship Center coming to you live and in living color from 12353 Washington Square in Waldorf, Maryland. Our services are 1030 on the East Coast and 1030 Pacific Standard Time. We realize that you had other choices this Sunday morning to tune into but you have chosen Word of Grace Worship Center. At the bottom of your screen, you're going to see numerous times our giving, our giving ministry, the ways in which you can give. Our most popular platform is Cash App. You can certainly give once. You can give twice. 
you can give three times to this ministry. We're certainly glad once again that you have joined us. We're also grateful that the uh, first lady uh, of uh, first lady to our guest speaker this Sunday morning, Lady Tammy Frazier has joined us and we're certainly grateful to her. Won't you give her a round of applause? And every Sunday morning supporting us greatly is Lady Jean Johnson right here, the mother of our chief shepherd, Bishop Dominic Curry, who leads this congregation and is supported by the executive pastor, Dr. Whitney Jackson Curry. We honor all those ministers in our midst. We honor our, uh, our musicians this Sunday morning. Won't you give them a hand? The time has come for the word of God. The time has come for the word of God. And the preacher of the hour is no novice. He's no stranger to us. He is known throughout the DMV community. He's going to be preaching from the book of Matthew, Matthew the fifth chapter. I'll give you time to find it. And there are two scripture verses there that he will concentrate this Sunday morning. Matthew 5, 23 and 24 reads thus out of the King James rendering. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath aught against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First, be reconciled to thy brother, and then come again and offer thy gift. We are so pleased to have with us this Sunday morning none other than Elder Larry Frazier, Jr., who will speak to us from God's word. But before then, we'll be favored one more time with the praise and worship team headed up by our guest psalmist, none other than Sister Andrea Gerald. God bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, just lift your hands and embrace the love of the Lord on today. Because he's a wonderful God. We bless you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh. eclipsed 
thy glory and i realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me and oh how he loves us oh oh how he loves us how he loves us oh yeah so with my hands raised i say oh
yeah and heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss and my heart turns violently inside of my chest no i don't have time to maintain these regrets when i think about the way that he That's how he loves. One more time, everybody say, he loves, he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Yeah. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Hallelujah. Amen. He loves us. Oh, how he loves us. What a fitting song. Thank you for such a time as this. When the world is chaotic and things are going awry to know that there is somebody that loves and cares for us it is a privilege and an honor to be here and to stand on this podium this morning in this sanctified space to bring the people of God the word of God. I am ecstatic uh, because usually when you have a house party is when the parents are away. 
and it just so happens that our parents are away. So it's time for us to have a house party this morning. <laughs> Amen. God bless you, uh, Bishop Dominique Carey. Uh, we thank you for a word of grace allowing us to come in. We thank you, Dr. Whitney Carey, for opening up the doors um, and, and trusting us that we won't tear up things too much, but that we will serve the God of our salvation, my goodness. Uh, to my wife, my God. Woo, girl, Dr. Tammy Frazier, I thank God because, listen, I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader through life and through everything else because you are mine and I am yours. To my son, Jaden Kelly, thank you for joining us today, sir. Thank you for putting the Xbox down and helping us to lift up Jesus this morning. Listen, look at your neighbor right quick and tell your neighbor, neighbor, it's time to do kingdom work. That's our topic this morning, kingdom work. Tell your neighbor again, neighbor, I know I might have my mask on, but neighbor, it's time to do kingdom work. Amen. The scripture has been read for us this morning, and it came from the book of Matthew, uh, verses 23 and 24. And it read, Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother have aught against thee, leave thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First, be reconciled to thy brother and then offer thy gift. And the word of the Lord is blessed. In the prior verses, well, let me start with this way. The first word that we see in Matthew 5.23 is the word therefore. When you use the word therefore, that means there's something that came before it. So before he tells us to bring our gift to the altar, verse 3 and through 10, Jesus teaches us the Beatitudes. And then in verses 13 through 16, he tells us that we are the salt of the earth. And what good is salt if it loses savior? So if, if, if salt is no good, you know, you, you put salt on the ground and you just take care of snow and you make the snow melt. That's where we were in this frame of reference. The purpose of verses 23 and 24 is to let us know that therefore, even though I told you all these things to do before, therefore, if you do all those things, good. But before you can do all those things, you must come to the altar. This place right here is holy ground. This place right here is the place to lay your burdens down. 
this place right here is the place where, oh, I forgot I got to stay stationary because we're just streaming. This place right here is the place where you come to get a resolution. Your resolution is dependent upon your actions. God already did everything that he's going to do. Now, when you ask God to do something, he's giving you instructions on how to let it play out, how you do it. He said, therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, I need everyone to do me a favor. I need everyone to put at least a dollar in your hand. I know we do raised mobile and we do other platforms of giving. And he said that we can give at least three times a day. Ha! He blessed my soul when he said that. I need everyone to get at least a dollar in your hand. If you don't have a dollar, come get a dollar. No, 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 the word was come get a dollar. If you don't have it, you don't have it. But if you don't have it, you have to come get it. See, we always want God to do something for us, but we want to sit still while God is working. But it takes an action upon our part. And the action that you just did, that's the same thing that God is doing for you. He said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There's nothing else we can do, but he's saying, I have it here for you. You want rest? Come and get it. But we want to sit back on our lazy boy and say, God, give it to me. God, give it. No, he's not going to give you anything else because he's already given it to you. He is expecting you to come and get it now. Now that you have your dollar in your hand, I'm going to teach another little principle right quick. And I hope I'm not offending Dr. Curry because I know he teaches well. Out of that dollar that you were just given, how much should you give back in your tithes? Ten cent on the dollar is all that he asks to return. So when the offering is collected again later, your offering should be at least 10 cents. Now, come here, my friend. And I would use Jaden, but he's my son. Come here, my friend. Come here, Makai. So you can stand right there, stand right there. Oh, you know what? No, stand, no, you messed up now. Stand right there. Come stand right here. Uh, no, the camera got to see you. All right. Hold, hold, put that dollar in your pocket. Put that dollar in your pocket. You want $20? Do you want $20? No, I don't want $20. You can go sit down. Do you really want 20 If you really want $20, then tell me you want $20. If you really want, you want $20? All right. I have $20 right here. Is that a $20 bill? Is that a $20 bill? So you want $20 and you want $20. I only have one $20 bill. How are y'all going to work this out? Huh? Exchange it? <laughs> God has blessed you with a dollar and you want to exchange it for something. 
I don't have a dollar anymore. I don't have $20, excuse me, anymore. But now I have another dollar. Is there anything else that I have that you want? <laughs> you better stop. <laughs> the other dollar? Then which one you want? You want the five. So you could have had the 20, but you kept silent. Now there's a five and a one. And you say you want the what? So let me hear you. The Bible says you have not because you. Again, there's an action evolved in it. In kingdom work, there's an action that is required of us. Wait a minute. He has a 20. You have a dollar. You have five. You said that you're going to spend 10 cent, I mean, give 10 cent back in offering. How much are you going to give back in offering? Five is correct, but put something behind that five. Uh, behind that five. 50 cent. Yes, sir. 50 cent. Huh? Okay. And you have $20. So how much do you have to give back in tithes and offering? You got help behind you. They, huh? $2. That's absolutely correct. So you're giving back more than you had before we even started. God will allow you to give more than you even have. That's what kingdom work is about. Giving back more than you have. In this passage of scripture, I said that it was therefore. And I told you about the Beatitudes. I told you about the salt of the earth. Now that I have your attention, I'm letting you know that it is up to us that while we're at this point on the altar, it is us, our job to assist others in the invitation to receiving God's promise. They might come not knowing a lot, but when they leave, they should leave knowing more than they came with. The altar literally translates to a place of self-sacrifice, total surrender to God, a place of emptying out. But when you come to the altar and you're working at the altar, there's some things that need to happen on your behalf before you get to this point. In the morning, before you come to work the altar, I'm not going to look at anybody in particular because I don't want nobody to talk to me. I'm going to look at the camera. I'm going to talk to the people at home. You need to brush your teeth. Before you come and work the altar and you're trying to help somebody get their life right and give their soul to Christ, you need to take care of your stinking breath. Because your breath will destroy track them and distract them from receiving the gift that God may have on their life. Your clothes cannot be dirty when you come and work at the altar. If you're coming in a white shirt and it's dingy, that is not the place for you to be at the altar. If you cannot get an iron to get the wrinkles out of your life, then, okay, all right, 
let me let me go on let me go on your attire your consistency your consistency in service needs to be like this let me let me let me do it this way have you ever been to a restaurant you go to a restaurant and before you walk into the restaurant you look at the outside surroundings and on the outside surroundings of the restaurant there are um, um, containers like I don't want to put anybody out there, but you go to one of the fast food restaurants and you see their cartons of fries on the ground. And, and you see it, it's not as well kept as it should be. But yet you still go inside. You travel inside and they have the plexiglass up because everyone's being protective. But in the six months that the plexiglass been up, no one has ever cleaned it. So it looks like your mirror at your sink, you know, when you brush your teeth and you have splatters on there, it has all that stuff on there. Okay, I, I'm going somewhere with this. It's dirty. But yet you still spend your money in that establishment because you want some food, because you have a hunger. Franco said, I ain't spending my money there. Yes, you will, Franco. <laughs> there is uh, um, something else that happens there see while you're there you get inside and then you expect to be greeted by the person hi good afternoon welcome to wherever but you get inside and nobody says a word to you as a matter of fact they're sitting like this and they turn their back on you and then they give you the finger no not that finger they give you this finger uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I know you're a paying customer, but wait a minute. Okay, you got that picture in your mind? Now transition that picture to church. How come when it is that we come into God's house, we come into God's house and the outside is filthy? But the people coming into God's house are coming to be fed of God. We walk inside the temple and we don't want to clean the bathrooms because it's beneath us. That's Deacon so-and-so's job. Mm. We don't pick up the trash that we threw on the ground. Mm. Kingdom work is so important. There are so many elements to kingdom work. And you have a job to do. You have a job to do. It's up to you. You play well. But how do you play outside of the church? You live well inside, I'm sorry to point at you. You live well inside of the church, but how do, I'm going to talk to my wife. You live well inside of the church, but why do you live like the devil outside of the church? No, not you. Okay, see, I can't even point at her. So, talk to me, Elder Lovin. You do well inside the church, but how come you live like the outside of the church? I'll just talk to the magician. How many times do you attend Bible study? Okay, I can't even talk to the musician. Because everyone will take it personally. Like I'm saying that this is what you're doing. But I'm not saying that this is what you're doing. I'm saying this is what the world sees of the body of Christ. And even while you're doing everything right. And everything that you're supposed to do. What happens when you're absent? You're the sound man. you you and, and, and you want to take a vacation. You're the bishop. And you have an appointment to go out. Does the church close up on Sunday? No. God forbid. The work of God, the kingdom work of God must continue to go on. And it's up to us to be action-oriented people.
The purpose of kingdom work is to instruct, to insist, or lead an experience with God and assist leadership and sustaining order in the house, especially during altar call. Do you know that during altar call, is the, it is the most sacred part of service, but it also can be the most scariest part of service. Because if you've never seen a demon, huh, that's when you can see it at the altar. Because while people are trying to be uh, relieved of the addiction that they might have, and you're sitting back there yapping and gapping, we've seen it transfer. It can happen. The kingdom worker must live a life that's acceptable to Christ. That's my point right there. I was, I was talking to you, but I wasn't talking about you. Live a life that's acceptable to Christ inside and outside of church. So while you're in church, you're one way. And while you're out church, you're another way. In church, you're deacon. But outside, you're pimp. Okay, that's not here. I'm sorry. All right. The kingdom worker must be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. The kingdom worker must be confident in operating in the authority that God has given them. That God has given them. You must know the role and the heart of your bishop. But God has given you a particular role as well. How are you going to do? How are you going to function in your role? I can't sing pretty soprano. There's no need of me trying. I can't sing pretty alto. There's no need of me trying. I'm going to run you out the door. You're going to say, Elder Frazier, no, sir. Don't do that again. That note you hit last time, don't try to hit it again. It's not my lane. We must know the gift that God has given us to operate in. And as we assist in the invitation to receive God's provision, we must know that before we do, if we have an ought with our brother or sister, if we have a disagreement with our brother or sister, we must go to them. I know I was talking early and I, I looked at you and I said something. I apologize. I didn't mean anything by it. But what I was trying to do was convey to other people. I know you didn't have a dollar. And I wasn't trying to put you on the spot. But I had to let you know that there was an action item that was attached to that dollar. I know that you wanted um, only the dollar when you came up. But I had to let you know that when you come up, there's some other things that you can have except um, that's in addition to what God has given you. I know you wanted the dollar and then you wanted the 20 but you only got the five, but you still have five more than you started with. So the whole purpose of this is to let you know that kingdom work is an important part of ministry. Now, just before we close out, how many people are willing to clean the bathroom? Amen. How many people are willing to pick up the trash inside of the church? 
okay? Just, just know that this is on camera. So when Dr. Carey gets a, a copy of this and he asks you or you walk past the paper, he don't have to ask you how come you didn't pick it up because you said that you would be a willing worker. My few, last few points that I want to attend. Church is not a social club. And if you think that it's a social club, think again. There are, I, I, you know, I don't want to get into the semantics of the protocol and, and what's acceptable, what's unacceptable, but a social club, it is not. It is not a sorority, it is not a fraternity, it's not a, uh, you don't come up for your uh, prestige. Oh, Bishop Jake's going to be here, so I got to come up. Bishop Week's going to be here, so I got I to gotta have my stuff on. Uh, even when you win it, wearing your uh, vestments, your vestments shouldn't be uh, bedazzled. It shouldn't be jeweled, because that's not what this is about. And if you think that that's what it's about, then it needs to be reevaluated. The last thing that I'll say, the last thing that I'll say to you is that while you're doing kingdom work, you may get hurt. And not many people understand that there's a danger to doing kingdom work. Because while you're doing the work of God, there are little imps that sometimes follow behind. We call them haters. There's haters out there. While you want to do good in school, there's going to be some haters that's going to tell you, you can't, yeah, I bet you can't jump up on that building and jump off the roof, plumber. <laughs> yes, I can. You can do it, but I broke my leg when I did it. So I'm letting you know that you can listen to the haters and they'll take you down a path that you don't want to go. But you can listen to God and he can deliver you from all uncertainty. God will bless you when you are in his will. When you're inside the will of God, he will bless you. You better play them drums, boy. God will bless you when you're inside his will. And God will allow the spectators to see the God in your life. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, now is the time for the church to be the church. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if there's something that's preventing you from accepting him, go to your brother. Go to your sister. Ask them to forgive you for whatever it is that you may have wronged them or they may have wronged you. Or maybe it's just a misunderstanding. Then after you've reconciled with your brother and your sister, come back to the altar. There is room at the altar. When y'all had the movie night, the altar was filled with youth. 
it was, I'm talking from that end to that end. And I'm not talking about something that I saw on Facebook. I'm talking about something that I saw in person. And in this altar space, there were youth that was crying out to God. As best they know how, they were asking God to forgive them of their sins. God, I know I messed up. I may not have did anything wrong, but God, I know I need you in my life to be better than I am right now. And it is up to us to continue the kingdom work because although they are our future, they also are right now. It is their work. It is their training that they get right now that's going to carry them into the future. I always wondered, why does my teacher have me do all this math? I don't like math. I don't, I don't even like math. I don't even like school. But at 46, I'm still in school. Hush, I'm 47 <laughs> and a half. I'm still in school. You can't get away from it. You can try to run as much as you can. Just like God, you can try to run as much as you want away from God. But just know that you're going to be running in a circle because you're going to end up running right back to God. In your kingdom work, in your testimony, in what you do, only what you do for Christ will last. Only what you do for Christ will last. I know I said that's the last thing I'm going to say, and that is the last thing. That's the last point. I close the computer. But before we go, I don't know the order of the service, but I want to open up the altar. Because where we are in life, time is not certain for any of us. Now is the time to get right with Christ. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Every day you wake up, you should repent of your sins. Every day that you wake up, you should repent of your sins. Father, forgive me. Because I had some wild dreams last night. Father, forgive me. Because you blessed me with money and I did not tithe on it. Father, forgive me. Because the rent was due, but I was out gambling. Father, forgive me. Because the way that I thought about her was not godly. Father, forgive me. Because what I said to him just caused him to commit suicide. 
kingdom work. But before we do anybody else, we must first reconcile and then come back to the altar. So I invite you one and I invite you all to at this time stand on your feet. Go ahead and close your eyes. If you have not accepted the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, the altar is open. If you have not sinned, the altar is open. If by chance you don't want to be left behind, the altar is open. Kingdom work begins with you. And how you see the kingdom operating is a reflection of the house in which we are part of now. Is there something that you need to do? You need to call your brother and reconcile. You need to call your sister and reconcile. And then you need to come back to the altar. There's nothing worth more that could ever come close. No thing can compare your living hope, your presence, Lord. Yes, and I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of love where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone your presence Lord say Holy Spirit Holy Spirit you are this place and feel the atmosphere your glory God is what our hearts long for to be overcome by your presence Lord
presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Your presence, Lord. Your That was the first. This is the second. If you have a family member that you know is not saved and there's not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, now I want you to think about that family member as they sing your presence. transition to your home and your workplace the kingdom work that you're doing here that it may take root in your life and may extend to your family members and your friends and even to your enemies but what good is being saved and not being effective upon the world it's just like that salt that we spoke about it's good for nothing to be tread upon but your presence, Lord, your presence, Lord, your presence, Lord, your presence. We're grateful to God for the Word of God and for the preacher who encouraged us on kingdom building and kingdom work. We're grateful for Elder Larry Frazier and Dr. Tammy Frazier for gracing our assembly this morning and thank you very, very much. We are surprised this Sunday morning to have the founder of this ministry to grace our presence, Lady Ida Jackson is here. We are so grateful that you should come by and I see she didn't come by herself. I see in our congregation, Dr. Donna Smallwood and Franco Smallwood and, our, uh, and Ray Don who heads up our youth ministry. They have come this Sunday morning to be with us here at Word of Grace Worship Center. I want to encourage you in your giving. You can give Cash App. You can give on our website, 
and perchance you want to give to the man of God, you can do that as well. So stay tuned for our announcements. Do not leave until you receive the benediction of our guest preacher. Do not leave until you receive the benediction of our preacher. At this time, our announcements. Hello, I'm Sister Denise Lucas, and I want to welcome you to Word of Grace Worship Center. Join us every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. for morning service, every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. for our power-packed Bible study, and every Wednesday from 7.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. for our corporate prayer. Log on at www.wogwc.com to join us. We are now airing on the West Coast. Now anyone on the West Coast can join our worship experience at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Join the Daughters of Zion Book Club every second Saturday at 3 p.m. for an awesome time chatting about various chosen books. Registration for the book club is $25. Please visit our website for more details dedicated every third Saturday to our youth and young adults. Youth ages 5 to 17 will have a rap session at 3 p.m. followed by a young adult talk time for ages 18 to 25. Please see the flyer for Zoom details. Every Thursday join us live on Facebook with New Destiny Fellowship International for Noonday Prayer. You don't want to miss this powerful move of God. Get ready to experience a night to remember every fourth Friday as we spend the night of worship with New Destiny Fellowship International. Join Joshua's Generation Youth and Young Adult Ministry for some fun and games on Saturday, June 26th at Akakik East Community Park from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. for a family-friendly field day. The entry for children ages four and under is $3.00 and children ages five and up is $5. Refreshments will also be made available with a small donation. Join us Sunday, June 27th at 10.30 a.m. with our special guest minister, Elder Larry Frazier Jr. He will be here delivering a power-packed word. You don't want to miss it. If you or someone you know would like to be baptized in Jesus' name, or if you desire prayer, please call us today at 301-842-4991. If you or anyone you know is in need of COVID relief for rental, mortgage, or eviction assistance, or for assistance in reimbursement of a funeral for a loved one, please visit our website at www.wogwc.com to receive more information on how you may be assisted. Let Grace Media bring your vision to life. Grace Media specializes in photography, cinematography, and web design. Whether it's for business or pleasure, Grace Media is here to assist. Contact Grace Media today at www.gracemediavisuals.com. Has your credit stopped you from getting approved for cars, 
home loans, or credit cards? Are you looking for a fresh start? Contact Graceful Financial Solutions today at gracefulfinancialsolutions.com. Help the Saving Grace Christian Academy reach our fundraising goal this year just from purchasing your own groceries. For every box top received, Saving Grace Christian Academy will earn 10 cents. Download the Box Top for Education app today and you can start to earn rewards for Saving Grace Christian Academy. It's as easy as one, two, three. Tune in every Thursday to support our very own executive pastor, Whitney Curry, for an exciting, empowering podcast called the Ladies Takeover Empowerment Podcast Series. This podcast is available on all media outlets. Grab a copy of the late Bishop R.T. Jackson III's book titled 16 Fundamental Principles of Sonship Today. Visit our website to purchase. Learn the art of finding focus in a frantic world by grabbing a copy of Dr. Dominic Curry's Ignoring the Noise. Visit our website to purchase. We want to wish everyone with a birthday this month a special happy birthday. Enjoy your day. Word of Grace Worship Center is your friendly church where everyone is someone and God is truly in the midst. See you next time. And we want to invite each of you to come back and join us again on next Sunday morning at 1030. Not this time. I want to have the preacher of the hour to come and I want him to give the final words, and if you won't give the benediction, God bless you there, Elder. Praise him, Dot. Thank you, sir. Amen. This was the calm me, but apparently even the calm me Bishop Curry, I did not break the pulpit. I, I don't know where this screw came from. People always told me that I lost my screws. So I just found, <laughs> just found one. So in closing today, in this benediction, our final thought that we take away today. You have a work to do. We have a work to do. And it's up to us to be the reflection of Christ as we continue in this kingdom work. To Sister Keisha, Minister Keisha, happy birthday. You heard all the announcements. We ask you to govern yourselves accordingly. And now it's the time for your third offering of giving. If you've yet to give, you still can. If you need to reach out to a word of grace, worship center, the information is on the screen. 
and I invite you. No, I dare you to try God. Because if you try him, then you can prove him. And he'll do more things for you than you can do for yourself. There's not a friend, and it's not a cliche, but there's not a friend that you can have in this world that can love you more than God can. But if you've offended your friend, I invite you to reconcile and come back to the altar. May the grace of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now and henceforth and forevermore. Let all those that love the Lord say amen. Amen, amen again. Amen. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you till we meet again. Smokey and Tammy. Yeah!